Welcome back to another episode of Sundays with Jeff Miller. It is great to be here this morning. It's a beautiful day. It's uh, football season's getting closer and closer. The drafts are getting closer and closer. Um, I'm going to announce today that I am going to have an episode somewhere around the last four or five days before draft, the final weekend of draft starts. It's going to be called It has been said and this is going to be an episode that is all about really quick anecdotes of things you need to know going into your draft so i'm going to put that out there probably somewhere around the five to seven day range maybe let's go with that um so within a week or so get that out to you so you know little tidbits that might help you if you're thinking about particular players or things of that nature kind of some of the stuff we've covered that might help you with your it factor and then some of the things that you know clever little uh stats or analytics that i've come across that might be of interest to each and every one of you so today's episode the it factor part five we're going to talk about quarterbacks i was going to split this up between quarterbacks and tight ends but i'm not i'm going to go with quarterbacks there's a lot of information that i want to cover there but before we get to that I want you to do me a favor. I'm going to play something for you. I want you to send this to your league mate whose first pick always gets injured year after year. Now, this came to me through the Sleeper app, but I think it's hilarious. I'm going to play it for you, and then I want you to save it, and I want you to send that out every time you have a league mate like myself last year whose first pick got injured. Here we go. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I enjoyed that. Remember, you can get a hold of me through my email, sundayswithjeffmiller at gmail.com. If you have any questions that you would like to ask me in preparation for your fantasy football draft, don't forget, again, the episode, it has been said, continue to look for it. It's things you need to know. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. And I can't wait to put that podcast out there for you. So let's get to it today. Let's get to our quarterback rankings uh, for this year. And we're going to cover pretty much all of them. We're going to get you through the top 15, 16, 
and uh, we're going to come up with a few things that you might want to look for and I'm going to get right to it plain and simple number one quarterback is Patrick Mahomes I almost feel like I don't need to cover this but I'm going to he had 30.6 fantasy points per game last year which was number two the only person that actually ranked higher on a per game basis was Dak Prescott he was number one at 32 point blend but let's be real here that was on a scale of five games so for that instance, I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes was actually number one. His total yards were number two at 47.40. One thing I like about Patrick Mahomes, you're not going to get a lot of negative points. He doesn't throw the ball away. He doesn't give the ball away much. He only had six interceptions, which is low. And his offense is ranked number one. He had uh, number three passing TDs and number one passing yards as a team because remember he did miss what a game or two last year so as a team their offense ranked number one number three in passing tds number one in passing yards number three in passing attempts that's always a good sign his top five boom was 40 percent or greater his uh which was number two and to be a boom is means you're averaging 26 points or more per game his bust percentage of 6% was number two. The only person better than him was Josh Allen. And his favorable schedule, which is ranked the ninth easiest, believe it or not, in the top 10 quarterbacks, he has what is considered to be the easiest schedule. And I will get a little bit more into that at the end of this because I don't want to absorb too much into that. So we'll cover that on the back end of this quarterback thing. But remember that, ninth easiest. Josh Allen comes in at number two with 30.4 fantasy points per game, ranked number three, 4,965 total yards. That's passing and rushing. Uh, again, his offense ranked number three, passing yards number three, passing TDs number four, total TDs number three, and his rank um, is second. And in the top five percentage, he is ranked number one at 44. So 44% or greater of the time he was ranked QB1. His boom percent was 50%, which was tied with number one with Kyler Murray. So um, that's a really good boom percent. And then his bust percentage of 6.3, also the lowest uh, in fantasy football this year uh, at 6.3 that was number one so Josh Allen right there with Patrick Mahomes you couldn't go wrong with either one of those guys maybe keep that in mind Kyler Murray comes in ranked number three 446.7 fantasy points last year which ranked him number five uh, 28 fantasy points per game which is a nice solid start for your team each and every week top five percentage of 38 puts him at number three and then uh, he also had 4,780 total yards. That, that's another thing I really like about him. 37 total TDs with 11 of them rushing. That leaves room for improvement, in my opinion, and I think we're going to need to see him come up more throwing the touchdowns. And then, you know, I mean, if he can maintain 11 rushing touchdowns, that's nice too. But... Uh, 26 passing TDs needs to improve for him to be true number one, two, and beat the, those other two guys out. His offensive team rank was number six. At number four, I came in with Russell Wilson, 
and we're going to talk about him a little here and then a little later on because there might be some interesting news there with strength of schedule that you need to know but but number one 456.8 fantasy points last year which ranked him number four he has a new offensive coordinator Shane Waldron from the Rams who the belief is is going to put the ball in his hands more often and quicker they're going to speed this offense up which is something that Russell Wilson is good at so if they do that we should see an increase in his performance there his 28 almost 29 fantasy points per game ranked him number four if you leave out Dak Prescott and Marcus Mariota because you know let's face it Marcus Mariota's average points per game was ranked on one performance and then Prescott only five pass attempts he was 17th passing TDs he was fifth so his efficiency is very good we need him to have more pass attempts they need to move up the board into the top five to top ten range in pass attempts in my opinion for him to be elite and be able to cook right let Russ cook top five percent at 31 is not bad his boom percent though was also 31 um, which was ahead of Jackson but behind Herbert FYI ahead of Jackson Lamar and behind Justin Herbert so kind of fits in the middle there um, that's his boom percent and then his bust percent of 13 was fifth again not bad my number five quarterback is Justin Herbert and his 27 points per game last year was outstanding for a rookie I think he'll get better this year his pass attempts were fifth his passing yards were sixth he had a 67 percent completion rate which ranked him number five 4540 total yards I think we forget that Justin Herbert can run he didn't have huge yardage but he had five rushing TDs which makes him valuable in that regards 36 total TDs which is a very nice start for your fantasy football team his bus percentage tied him at number two at 6.7 with Mahomes and Jackson and then just behind Allen so all all three of those guys right there so that puts him there move him up to number five I think he is an asset for anybody's fantasy football team at number six Lamar Jackson he had a thousand five rushing yards um number one seven rushing TDs which kind of right I think around number four or five for that stat let me take a quick look here for you yes Newton Murray Allen Hill and then Jackson and Tannehill tied at seven which is a, a nice number his bust percentage tied for number two at 6.7 with Mahomes so he was consistent and Herbert he was consistent but his boom percentage of 33 ranked him number four in the top 10 at the bottom not in a good way right so I don't know about that that part we struggle with um, but you also have to look at Jackson and Mahomes and if you look at their career numbers which is what I really consider with Lamar he is possibly one of those sneaky guys if you want to wait that you can get a little later in your draft I'm not saying I'm not saying 10th round hello knock knock I'm saying maybe rounds five through seven but Jackson compared to Mahomes I found this interesting QB five percent or greater Mahomes was at 46 Jackson's at 43 QB number 12 or better percentage wise 
Mahomes was at 89 and Lamar Jackson 87. And then boom percentage, Mahomes was at 42. Jackson was just ahead of him in his career numbers at 43. And then bus percentage, Mahomes bus percentage career is 11 and Jackson is seven. So, so there, there's some things to really like right there. The problem and the biggest detriment to Lamar Jackson is he he has the offense ranked number 32 in passing yards and pass attempts. That has to improve. And supposedly Baltimore has went out and invested in some receivers that are going to help him get through that. So more on Lamar Jackson as we keep going here. Number seven, Aaron Rodgers, 486.3 fantasy points uh, last year per game. Number one, 30.4 fantasy points per, per game on average, which ranked him number two. His passing percentage of 71% was number one, and his passing TDs of 48 was number one. His boom percentage is of 38 is 38%, and that ranked him number three. His bust percentage is at 6.3, and I do put that point in there because there's a very little numbers that s separate a few of these guys. Um, he's number one with Josh Allen. So my concern is if you look at his pass attempts, which ranked Aaron Rodgers 24th, and then you look at his passing TDs, which ranked him first, it's very middling because can he do that again? I don't know. But I mean, even if he dropped down to say 38 touchdowns, he's definitely well worth a number seven QB ranking, right? That's So that's kind of why I dropped him. I just can't see that he could duplicate ranking 24th in pass attempts and still be first in passing TDs. I don't see that happening two years in a row. And his schedule rank is, is considered tough, and I'm going to talk more about that, where that actually falls again in a little bit longer. I'm going to make you hold on for that information. Number eight, Dak Prescott. 32.1 fantasy points per game over five games, ranked him number one. If he could do that over the whole season, that would be fantastic. 68% completion rate, which is good. His top five percentage was 60% over those five games. His boom percent was 60%, which is over five games. And then his bust percentage was 20, which is the 10th lowest ranked in the top 10. So there you go. That's one of the highest numbers. So team was second in pass attempts. His team was seventh in passing yards, which I thought was very interesting when you consider the guys that ended up quarterbacking for Dallas last year. So in that regards, Dak Prescott gets a few more plus points from me if he can stay healthy. That's Those are two really good stats to look at. Second in pass attempts, seventh in passing yards. Um, his offense is not going to change. The coordinator there is not going to change. And my only concern is injury, his foot, and now his shoulder that there has been some concern about here in preseason. Tom Brady comes in at number nine, the greatest of all time. 4,633 passing yards, ranked number three. 40 TDs, ranked number two. 431 fantasy points, ranked number seven. 610 passing attempts, ranked number two. That was number two to um, Matt Ryan. That really surprised me. That that did. I, I I guess I just, with Evans 
and Godwin and Howard and Brown, I just didn't think that any of them guys reception-wise had outstanding numbers or receiving-wise that it would put him in that range, which is number two. But their offense was ranked number seventh. And, and honestly, the experts are talking as though they should improve on that this year. I don't know. Is Tom Brady's arm going to fall off this year? Is it a possibility that that could happen? We'll have to wait and see, right? And then my number 10 quarterback is Ryan Tannehill. 26.1 fantasy points per game, ranked him number nine. Uh, and that is without Prescott, Watson, or Mariota in those numbers because, again, limited play and then for Prescott and Mariota. Watson, I just took him out of the picture because I don't think we really know what's going on with him with all my rankings. So there you go on that. Offense ranked number two, which was shocking to me. Pass attempts was 30th, which was not surprising. But again, here's another TDs. He was eighth. So again, it's kind of like Aaron Rodgers, although Aaron Rodgers threw for 48 touchdowns. Pass attempts 30 needs to come up. I think that Tennessee went out and made the move for Julio Jones for that exact reason, right? But then Julio has to stay healthy because they still really don't have much depth beyond that. Um, they're counting on Ferkser at tight end to help improve over last year's tight end position with Jonu Smith. So that's a plus. So those that's a concern there. Efficiency, can he be that efficient with those limited pass attempts? I think the pass attempts, again, I think he has to get up into the top 15 to be considered elite. And if he is, he probably will be. And we're going to look at, you know, watching that because I think Ryan Tannehill is a decent play if you want to wait till later in the draft and you just want that plug-and-play guy and you're willing to, to risk it. He's going to have some bumps in the road. Julio Jones' addition, again, is a plus. 418 total fantasy points last year. Nice number. Seven rushing TDs. Top 5% was 38, which ranked him number three. His uh, boom percent is 38 also. And then his bust percentage of 13 ranked him number five. So... Not real bad. Really middling for a number 10. You know, you can get him, and that that should give you the ability to compete on a week-to-week -week basis if you choose to load up at some of the other positions, which can also play into it depending on who's available, when and where you're picking in your draft. The other part about Ryan Tanhill, since week 7 of 2019, he is QB number 4 in total points. He's QB 7 in points uh, per game, and third most in TD passes. Hang on to that, okay? Hang on to that. All right, here we go. The rest of the bunch, right? Matt Stafford is one that people are considering. I have him at number 11 temporarily. Uh, he only produced quarterback one numbers more than 50% of the time twice in his entire career. 62% in 2019, 62% in 2011. So I want you to hang on to that if you're thinking that you're going to ride Matt Stafford to a fantasy football championship. Jalen Hurts, his top five percentage was 20. His bust percentage was 20%. More FYI, more on Hurts to come. There are a lot of people who believe that Jalen Hurts is going to be very similar 
to some of your top guys, like a Lamar Jackson type, probably the best example. It is possible. Joe Burrow, injured last year, his top 5% when he played 10. His bust percentage was 30. There's a concern there. And then Kirk Cousins, his top 5% was only 6, but his bust percentage was only 12, which was the fifth lowest in the league. Something to consider as a backup, right? Maybe. Maybe a starter if you're in a 12-team league. But that's what I have for them. And then some flyers at the quarterback position. And one of my flyers for this year is Drew Locke, who is going to be facing the third easiest schedule. Um, his quarterback rank is 32. So if he gets the starting job, which I think he will, he has some really good weapons surrounding him. But look at this part of his schedule. I want to share this with you. The beginning of the season, they played the Giants, Jacksonville, and the Jets before playing Baltimore and Pittsburgh. So you should be able to get some pretty good production off of him in those first three weeks if he wins the starting gig over Teddy Bridgewater. And then in the playoffs, Detroit, Cincinnati, and Las Vegas. That's a pretty good playoff schedule. The in-between, you might have to have another quarterback that you want to play, but Drew Locke is, in my opinion, one of those guys who can give you some top 10 streaming numbers during the season. You might take a look at him. Again, his quarterback rank is number 32, and his average draft rank is he's not even being drafted. FYI. Another one, Trey Lance. He is facing the second easiest schedule. Now, I don't know if Trey Lance will be the starter in San Francisco. His average draft position right now is 154. Didn't even write down his quarterback rank for you because it's it's low because everybody's looking at Garoppolo. But he, the starts the season. If he gets the job, they start at Detroit, at Philadelphia, Green Bay, and Seattle. And then during the playoffs, and this is week 14, and I added 17 to him, um, Cincinnati, at Cincinnati, Atlanta, at Tennessee, and then Houston week 17 if your championship game is in week 17. Another streamer, right? Another guy that you might want to pay attention to around the 14th, 15th, and 16th round if you go QB1 heavy in the first or second round. I think it might be a viable play for you. And then how about Cam Newton and Mac Jones, QB ranked number 29 for Newton. Jones is lower. Again, what if Jones becomes a starter? They have the easiest schedule in fantasy football. So they start out with Miami, Seattle, Las Vegas, and at Kansas City. The playoffs, they play the Rams, which I'm not going to call that an easy part of the schedule, but then Minnesota, Buffalo, and the New York Jets, which is considered okay. You can score on Buffalo's defense. So there you go. That was the three quarterbacks that ranked with the easiest schedule, the second easiest schedule, and the third easiest schedule. So Lock that in for your it factor as you develop your team and your roster for your fantasy football season. So that's it for today. I'm going to come back with another episode on tight ends really quick for you. And you can continue to start building towards a plan, which I recommend you get a queue set up for your league and start putting in some picks. Put in who you know three guys for your first pick. Uh, Three guys for your second pick. Start putting that in. And then if somebody falls to you, you know, in your top three, in your middle five or six, you know, 
you have an opportunity, you might be able to grab them and then make a play on one of these other QBs to, to bring your roster full circle, right? All right, that's it. Remember to play nice, love your neighbor, and most of all, have fun. Bye. Okay, so I did say goodbye, but I didn't mean to say goodbye because I did remember after I after I paused this whole thing that I forgot to go over my strength of schedule for you for the quarterbacks, and that was important to me today. So I'm going to run through that for you. It won't take long, I promise, before I say goodbye again. But I just wanted to cover with you as I went through those flyers with the easiest schedule. I want to cover with you some of the top guys. So Patrick Mahomes' strength of schedule comes in at number ninth, which believe it or not, in the top 14 quarterbacks I ranked, that is, I believe, to be number one, which is the best, which I don't understand how all the great quarterbacks can have such a hard schedule. But apparently if your team is good, you end up getting strapped with a tougher schedule the next season. Now, the only guy who comes in with an easier schedule than Patrick Mahomes in those top 14 was Matt Stafford. And he has week 14 through 17. He has the seventh easiest schedule for the year, but week 14 through 17, Matt Stafford will be going against Arizona, Seattle, Minnesota, and then he finishes at Baltimore if your championship game is week 17. Bear that in mind. Okay, Patrick Mahomes, week one through five, Cleveland, at Baltimore, the L.A. Chargers, Philadelphia, and Buffalo. And then week 14 through 17, Las Vegas at the Los Angeles Chargers, Pittsburgh, and then week 17 against Cincinnati. So, again, it's going to depend really on how you look at, because, I, you know, Chargers, Pittsburgh, and then Cincinnati is really not easy, right? Um, and then neither is Vegas, Chargers, Pittsburgh. So, Keep that in mind. Uh, if Patrick Mahomes is going to be your QB1, that's where you might pair him up with a Drew Locke or a Trey Lance later in the draft, and you might want to, you know, substitute him. Listen to me talk about this. Who's going to substitute a guy that averages 30.6 fantasy points a game for a streamer? Not me. You? How about Josh Allen? Josh Allen, who's ranked number two, his strength of schedule is 27th. Nothing really there that I thought. It looked pretty balanced throughout. You know, a few good, tough games, a few easy games, so I didn't really do much there. Kyler Murray, 24th. Russell Wilson, I talked about him a little bit. The things I like about him, he's ranked number four. But his schedule is considered the 32nd hardest schedule. That's the worst. So keep that in mind if you're taking Russell Wilson. Again, you may want to stream... Uh, Trey Lance, Drew Locke, or Cam Newton um, for that very reason. Justin Herbert, his strength of schedule is number 22. Lamar Jackson's strength of schedule is 29th. And that is something you need to know as you prepare your draft. And in my opinion, what I relate that to is where I want to pick them. Because if I'm going to pick them up with a tough schedule like that, then I may move them down a little bit in my draft to pick up a little more equity at the other positions. Aaron Rodgers, who's ranked number seven, comes in with a strength of schedule of 31st. And then Dak Prescott, who had some really good numbers. If he can stay healthy, this might be your top-to-bottom guy, consistent. His strength of schedule is 19th, which fares pretty well. Tom Brady is 23rd. And then Ryan Tannehill comes in with the 26th most difficult schedule. Now, the thing about... Ryan Tannehill, I will tell you, if you want to get off to a quick start, he 
plays against Arizona at Seattle, and then the Colts, which is a, a fairly tough defense, and then the New York Jets and Jacksonville in his first five games. He finishes with Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, San Francisco, and Miami, which I think is a tough, tough playoff run. So that's what I got for you on strength of schedule. Sorry, going to say it one more time. There's a little more of the it factor for you. Play nice, love your neighbor, have fun. Bye.